Good morning, everybody. This is Chris Bates, David Briggs. A beautiful day. Tortilla toss champions. Yeah. Once again. Yeah, that was getting a little out of hand as yeah. far as uh, we were getting beat by little kids. Yeah. Yeah. So, just had to let's set the record straight. And we we still are the Tunnel Crew Hasbins podcast as well. Yes. Um, even though we haven't had a podcast in a few weeks, but I mean, it's know, been a year. Yeah. Yeah. It's no. been since last year, at least. Yes. Um, this is episode forty-eight. It yeah. is now January the fifth. 2024. It's a beautiful day out here. So right? happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. Yeah. Since we hadn't been able to say that to everybody, we've been we've been off uh, gallivanting. Um, we got Sonic drinks, not provided by the intern. Um, I stopped and got got these for us uh, upon David's request for a Sprite Zero, and my straw is broken, so I'm just getting like little sips. <laughs> Just enough to kind of make you mad, yeah. right? Yeah, it's just bubbling through. Never mind. I was going to make a joke about being a man and taking the straw out, but I'm using my straw, so that, right. the joke wouldn't hit very well. So, yeah. so uh, as you can see, it's raining, so there may be a little a little noise. Uh, we're going to try to uh, work some magic and dampen it out after we uh, after we uh, film. But well, who knows? We're going to hit the sponsors up for maybe some some deadening for the shop here yeah. a little more. Yeah. Um, you know. We'll see. Um, what else, man? What's been going on? Well, big things with cheer. Basketball's rocking and rolling. They've had a crazy few weeks. Yep. Um, got a great guest coming on today, Matt Riddle. Uh, Matt Riddle, I think, he, I think he's an 07 guy. See, I don't know. I was in uh, on the mission field in Arkansas. Mate, he, he's somewhere around that time, that time frame. We'll figure it out when he gets here. Uh, Matt Riddle, jack of all trades. Uh, he had, a, he, you know, he's definitely he, a Hornet legend. Yeah, he's a he's a, a a proud Hornet, and we hope uh, we'll have a a great conversation with him when he gets here. So I guess we'll, we'll while while we're waiting on him, we'll we'll talk about uh, cheer last night. Um, the Hooks cheer team went and competed in the state spirit championships UIL in uh, Fort Worth at the Fort Worth Convention Center. There was uh, they did 1A, 2A, and 3A yesterday, and then they'll start 4A and 5A to today, and then I think Saturday 6A. Uh, there was uh, 49 teams in 3A Division II, wow. so they actually split it up in three in in you know okay. your division. Um, so you're not competing against all 3A. So they had 3A Division One and. Um, so football and cheer has divisions. Yeah. Everything else says have fun. Yeah. Yeah. At least for right now. Yep, at least for right now. Um, and this was only their second year to do this, Second, right? Second time. Last year, um, they Dude, placed 11th. They're killing it, man. Um, and this year, we placed ninth. So, if if that trend continues, in four years, we'll be state champs. Let's go. <laughs> so, Let's go. Um, the team, they're, they're awesome. The coaches are awesome. Miss mm-hmm. Tullis and Miss Macaramba, they, they've done a great job with them. It's a lot of hard work. It, it's, I mean, I, I never really thought about cheer stuff until my son started doing it, and you see the the work that they put in. It's 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 a lot. It's really a lot. Um, well, and you know us, we like whatever whatever we're doing, whatever whatever Hooks kids are doing. Yep. That's what we're about. And there were a lot of fans there. Coach Fountain brought some of the football boys. They mm-hmm. came. Um, 
Keith Minner was there, Miss Shannon was there. Of course, you know, moms and dads, aunts, uncles. Um, there was some fans that didn't have uh, kids on the team or, I mean, other than they're Hooks people and yeah. all the Hooks kids are our kids, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so it, it was a fun time. It, it's a very long day. Um, I, I woke up at 3.30 yesterday morning. That's why I text you. I didn't know. I was like, are you going to be back? Oh yeah. In time, you know, for us to do this today. Yeah, so, so we uh you know, we, we performed and then we made finals and performed at seven twelve and then uh we got shook loose and started coming home and then a lot of people got in uh an accident in Rockwall, like in traffic stuck there okay. for hour or longer. Wow. Yeah, so um it was a long long drive back home but uh we all made it back safe and sound from what I uh gather and Again, you know, me as a parent, can't thank Miss Tullis enough as for, for what she's done. Yeah. Um, what else? Basketball tonight. Ooh. So we did get ninth, yeah. and that put us one spot ahead of Redwater. Redwater placed tenth. So that's that's always a good thing when we beat uh, we beat our Bowie County rivals. Especially at something like that. And then, guess what we get to do tonight? We get to go to Redwater. We get to go to Redwater and beat Redwater in girls basketball by 30 and boys basketball We'll talk about that a little bit more. Why don't we take a quick break? Yeah, we're going to take a break. We'll get back to you. All right. Hey, guys. It's Morgan Smith with Texarkana Game Day, and you're listening to the Tunnel Cruise Has Been podcast. All right, everybody. We're back. We're back from outer space, right? So we <laughs> got really. so we got Matt Riddle here, uh, Hooks graduate. What year? Two thousand and seven. Okay, seven. I, I knew it was six seven frame time frame. Um, Matt Riddle, like we said earlier in the in the pregame, uh, he's a jack of all trades. So he he can kick. He played some baseball. He has he had he speaks on the radio for the Arkansas High Razorbacks. And we'll talk about all that stuff. So he came dressed appropriately. He I did. Well, I mean, my wife may whoop my butt for wearing a hooks hat, but not my Razorback hat. Uh, but you know, I got I had to <laughs> had to come in the blues. Well, <laughs> hey, even if you didn't, I mean, we know we know you're a hooks guy. Oh, so yeah. That, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And we love the idea of hooks people, you know, doing well, you know, going off and doing things. So we don't like the idea of them doing good things at other places. Well, <laughs> but you know. I don't know. I think Arkansas High is a neutral place. There are other places that we, we'd be uh, we'd be a little you know a little more critical. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Certain colors. Yeah. Oh goodness. So Matt, uh, two thousand and seven. Mm-hmm. So you played on the baseball team that went pretty far, right? Yeah. We went to the uh, state championship game. Tell us about uh, that, man. Tell us. Tell us. I don't know. I I, I lived it in the stands. I don't know about <laughs> God. Man, it was an experience, uh, you know, getting to go. Now, you know, we we're always we we're all hoping that we got to play at where University of uh, Texas plays. But we went to Dell Diamond, played at the Dell Diamond. Uh, absolutely beautiful complex, beautiful stadium. Uh, it's the experience that everybody would love to experience at that age. Uh, I mean, I remember walking out on the field. I think walking through the stands to get to the field and just seeing it for the first time, and it was – 
I was like a little kid in a candy factory, yep. you know, eyes as big as they get. I mean, that was what you dream of. And so uh, getting to go out there, we got to win our first game uh, while we were there, made it to the state championship game. Didn't go our way that we wanted it to. I mean, a big heartbreaker, but the fact that, you know, hey, we were the number two team in the state of Texas. So uh, I don't know if I ever told you, uh, but I, I tell, I've told a few others we've had that we know you know that that from that that team specifically, mm-hmm. um, but I can tell you exactly who's at fault and why that went sour. Really? And, it's, and it's somebody it's somebody who knew better uh-huh. because because if I came in the the room where he was watching the Rangers and if Nolan had a no hitter going or something or this or that, mm-hmm. and I was dumb enough to bring something up, mm-hmm. I would get something thrown at me and tell me to yep. leave the room. But I can tell you who who, who blew that for for all of us. Is my dad. <laughs> About the fourth inning or whatever, fourth or fifth, uh-huh. we're up like four to one, four uh-huh. two, something like that. And I can't remember the guy's name who was coming in, but pretty much during the playoffs, he'd been lights out. Yep. And my dad leans over to me, and I'll never forget it, and says, "I think it's finally our year." And that was it. Jesus, right there. Done. Somebody who knows so much uh-huh. about not doing that crap. Uh huh. The, the very first person to tell me at six years old why you don't step on the chalk line yep. going onto a field leans over and tells me it's our year. And it literally, I want to say it seemed like the next batter, you know, yeah. started off. Oh, yeah. So, so that you, was our you, Josh Stevens that so you, was coming into pitch. He was our ace yeah. all year long. Well, you can blame Mr. Briggs on if that's how you called him. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Mr. Briggs yep. in the league field yep. ruined a state championship for, oh, for Hooks, man. Texas. I, I never knew that. So, well, I, like now I, I know who to blame. I didn't tell anybody for years. <laughs> I even moved away because I no. And see, I'm and I'm the guy that does that on purpose a lot of yes, times. You, yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. So, like the other night, the last uh, was it Friday night? Whatever our last basketball game was in Hooks. It's, you, it's your playoff shirt. I'm never going to forget. Yeah. Just so you and know. so you know, we're shooting free throws. We're making free throws. I'm like, man, we're shooting free throws really good. Guess what happened? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. He he wore a, a shirt to the the Dangerfield football game that had 92 on it because we oh, scored God. 92 the week before. Yeah. And then we scored six that night. I said, so that's your stupid shirt. I told him I'm going to get a 76 shirt for when we beat Red Water 76 or nothing. Well, you know, that's always the thing about baseball guys, period. Any kind of sports guys, they have that. Yeah. You do not do this. That yeah. You know, everybody has it. I still do it. Even when I coach American Legion baseball um, in the summertime, I still I don't step on the chalk when I walk out. I mean, just different things. One of the craziest ones I have is I have to put my left shoe on before I put my right shoe on. I did that starting in football. Mm-hmm. I started putting it on, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to try to get me, you know, some kind of – Something I'm gonna do every time. A superstition I'm gonna do every time. And I remember one game I put my right shoe on first. I missed like three field goals, wow. missed a PAT, my punts were only averaging like 30 yards. And I was like, I'm gonna do it again. So from that day on, I put my left well, shoe on first. I love time. watching coaches around, especially high school mm-hmm. coaches, and I'm like, that one played baseball, that one played yep. baseball. You can just tell. Oh yeah. I mean like I, what I love about Birdwell is I'm like you can tell Burrow was a big baseball guy with all his superstitions that you know, the, you know the things that go on. I'm like, and it, and it seems to not exist really in in many other sports. I, no. I mean, I'm sure it does, but I think it comes from baseball. I think so too. I mean, well, when I was when I was 12, you know, I played on the Apaches, and we went to oh, the district. Lord. We went to the district tournament. 
hate and the Apaches. I hear about the Apaches. We, we, we won the district tournament that year. So when I was 10, we got third in district. When I was 11, we got second. And then when I was 12, we got third. And we moved on and played in the state tournament. Well, the the game, the, the day before championship day, I took, and of course, back then it was team bats, right? So I took the Easton Ultralight team bat home, and I slept with that bat. That next day, I hit two home runs. I don't know if that. I don't know if it was because I slept with the bat, but it happened. How many times did you do it after that? Thing? I, I never did sleep with the bat again. Did you ever hit another home run? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, were they home runs or was it a four base error? Because no, I mean, no, those are different things. They, they were bombs, okay. bro. In the I park. Didn't know if you, I don't know if you bunted it and they threw it over first and second and third. So no, they were they were okay. legit home runs. Okay. So yeah, um, maybe so, Chuck Huffman to confirm this because yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had two games that day. We we played Mineola, who had put us out when we were ten and put us out when we were twelve. We, uh, I guess, avenged those losses. We won seventeen to three. Can you imagine having team bats today for little league stuff? Oh my gosh! Or even travel team. What's the bat budget this year? Oh, it's twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. You know. Forget travel and everything else, but the bat budget alone. A lot of our bats didn't even have a logo on them. You don't even know what they were. They were hey. they were copper. They were like bronze, mm-hmm. copper-looking bats. They were probably made somewhere out the depot, yeah. man. Who knows? <laughs> but we, when we got to the patches, we had a black magic, and, we had, and then that was the big thing, and it, and it was pretty heavy. And then we got the Easton Ultralight, yep. and it was the Astros. And but we had like twelve dollars. Yes. <laughs> We had the Black Magic when I, my first year on the Astros, and nobody could use it but like Tony Malone and, and mm-hmm. you know Carlo and all them because first of all it probably weighed about forty five ounces yeah, you know and, uh, but uh, that joker was warped as all get out it was a good thing there wasn't any kind of bat checks or anything because they killed that bat with with hitting the ball off they you know the way they did mm-hmm. so yeah. anyway let's talk to Matt yeah are we we're talking about we're talking stupid about- Apaches <laughs> yeah, and Apaches. What, who'd you play for? I played for the Jaguars Uh-oh. and then uh, <laughs> the Leopards. The okay. Leopards. I'm good with either one of those, as long as it wasn't an Eagle or a Nighthawk. Yeah. Yeah. The Eagles were, and the, the Eagles were definitely the Evil Empire in yep. seven, eight, nines. Hey, we got second in state, though, when I played for the Jaguars. That's right. Yep. You got it. Yeah, Your got name's a, on a sign, sign out there. Out there. So it's pretty cool getting second in state. Yeah. For my first actual baseball team, and then getting second in state for mm-hmm. my, my high school team, so kind of cool. And who'd have thought if I we, if I'd have brought the old man, you'd have had a state ring? So <laughs> exactly. Who'd have thought? We had Teddy on back a few weeks ago, and uh, and we mentioned to him like if his dad had redshirted him and yeah. him him not graduated as a seventeen year old, oh, dude. there oh. would have been no chance that anybody would have competed against. Well, them. he told us he said that happened every time in his in, in baseball. Yeah. He said the year after I moved up, every single group did really yep. well. Yep, like that. That we always said that you know, a bunch of us guys that we played ball together, we're still all really good buddies, and we talk a lot. And actually, me, Josh, and uh, Hub, we play Call of Duty together all the time with a buddy of ours, and uh, you know, we always reminisce on back on the days and games yeah. like that. We've always said if Teddy would have had one more year, he could have played with us. There would have been no chance we'd have walked through state having. A guy throwing 90 in a state championship game. I feel a little better now. We can say it's a little bit of my dad and a little bit of Fabian. Yeah. Okay, Fabian? You got a little some bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I remember the uh, first time I really met you um, uh, was that we had a grand opening or, or opening day mm-hmm. for Little League yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Uh, and you you and Travis Jackson came yeah. out and, and y'all were there uh, to speak and just sign autographs. And yeah. I mean, the kids went crazy for that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
the, my favorite thing about that day was somebody was supposed to speak, but he started crying like a baby <laughs> and couldn't 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 even talk. Uh, so had to bail him out. Yeah. But that was a great day. I, I wish I wish we could have kept that. But man, there was so much that went into it. Yeah, it was a, it was a hard yeah. thing. To we had off. two or three of them, and they were they were. It was a lot of work to them. But that was a good day, man. I, I really I enjoyed you coming and, and you know just getting to hear from you guys because because he he stayed around here. I had to leave for career wise. I had to yeah. go off and, and just had to. Um, so I didn't get to keep up with you guys a lot, yeah. you know, on that. Other than coming back in, taking my dad to stuff, you know, for, oh, for yeah. games and things. But um, the opening day stuff was a lot of fun. It was. So. That's one thing that I love. And that's always one thing I've always really enjoyed is giving back to the younger kids. Mm-hmm. You know, even when I played for the Gunslingers, uh, they called us the birthday boys. So we would go out before the games. They would open up the entryway to the stadium. That's and they'd have all the blow-ups and stuff like that. And uh, kids could have birthday parties okay. with a couple of the Gunslingers. Well, me and my buddy Eddie, we were the birthday guys. And, we always made sure we went out before the games, hung out with the kids, jumped around with them for a little bit, signed autographs, stuff like that. Big deal. You know, it's always – I mean, I'm big on that. And yeah. I get my guys, even my Legion guys, I try to get some local school or local teams come out stand for the national anthem with the Legion guys. I mean, they can look at those guys and yeah. say, you bet. this is what we want to do. We want to be at this level because I've you got bet. college guys. I've got upper high school guys, um, stuff like that. And, you know, one thing I always tell them is never big league a kid. Yeah. I said, because you don't know who that is that's sitting there watching that game, mm-hmm. that they may have a number three on their back. And that number three may not be for who you think it is, but this number on your back. You bet. We, you know, and we've seen that, uh, you know, especially this year a lot with kids around, around to hooks. Yeah. Uh, I had a parent, uh, one of our local teachers here, amazing uh, family, asked for me to make them, uh, well, it was one like that, the hooks mm-hmm. little turnover chain thing. Yeah. She ordered one for Christmas. Because she said her kid called it his boogie chain. Because yep. boogie, boogie had so many interceptions that he got that chain yep. a lot. Yep. So he wanted to have a boogie chain. Yeah, oh, yeah. And so. those kids are, after the games or the football games, they're getting the boogie's autograph, Keyshawn's oh, yeah. autograph. That's, that's, uh, and that means, it means a world to those kids, you yeah. know that. But it, I think it means a lot to those, it does. those high school guys. And, and hopefully it, it kind of it reminds them, you mm-hmm. know, that, that uh, first of all, you're a big deal. Yep. Even here in this town, you're a big deal. And second of all, you know, hey, somebody, somebody somebody's looks up watching. To you. Somebody looks up oh, to yeah. you. Yeah. You know, somebody's watching. I mean, I got a picture of my first autograph. I think my parents may have took it, or somebody for the gunslingers took it. But I got a picture of me kneeled down with a kid and mm-hmm. signing my first autograph on a baseball. And I mean, to me, that was yeah. amazing. You know, I can't imagine how the kid felt. Yeah. But to me, that was just yeah. I like giving back. You know. So, so I got to ask you. Tell me about your mom and dad. What stories can we get being Ricky Riddle's son? <laughs> I, I would love to, because I knew Ricky as a young adult, uh-huh. uh, and I was a youth pastor at Myrtle Springs, but Ricky probably still was the best youth pastor ever at Myrtle mm-hmm. Springs, and I'll say that. Yeah. Um, but, man, I would love I would love at least one good Ricky Riddle story. Hey, so I'll uh, tell you one thing that he did. So when we were little kids playing for the Jaguars, all right, he had a Toyota Camry, and his favorite song that he always had me listen to before the games was Eye of the Tiger. And that was like my my pump, pump up, up song, high, high you music, know, yeah. got me in the zone. But when we were kids, we would go out and we'd get to the field. He'd have us get there, you know, 20, 30 minutes before we're really supposed to be there. And he would pile all 12 of us in that little bitty Toyota Camry and blare, <laughs> and blare the music. Uh, <laughs> Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, 
Now, if you want a funny one, a funny one is he'd always have to leave early to go to a game because he'd always end up having to go back to the house, go to the bathroom before he went back to the field. Nerves kicked in. Hey, that, that, I understand. Wow. I understand. I remember, man, I, I remember him. Uh, it's before we had moved away, but uh, I remember him running up and down the, the, the bottom row of the football field, just getting, you know, cheering and, and trying oh, to get yeah. people into stuff. And, oh, yeah. Uh, he is definitely, I mean, he, he was he was one of those hooks guys that I forever will remember. Um, he was one of the first tunnel guys. Yeah. When we first got the tunnel. Uh, and it was Lively and them. Yes. Was that, was I think that? so. I believe yeah. so. Yeah. We first got the, and that yeah. was the coolest thing to us. Now, granted, it wasn't nothing but just a blue well, tunnel. Well, when we started, that's the one. Yeah. We had it for like two or the last two, two years of its existence. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, and it was funny because so, yeah. we couldn't get the foggers to work and fill it up enough. So Dad had the bright idea to go get fire extinguishers. You bet. Mm-hmm. And he's blowing fire better. extinguishers out yeah. through there. You know, like, that better. was pretty cool. Hey, better than the fog. Oh, yeah. So, but, yeah, we got to use that May tunnel. May kill you in 30 tunnel. years. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Filling it in my lungs now. But, you know, <laughs> it was fun at the time. <laughs> oh, the tunnel. Right. We should have, like, a, a, a tunnel crew reunion. Get oh, all the guys in. Yeah. We should have Ricky Riddle come on the show sometime. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. He, he would do good. I'm, I'm, I'm sure about that. He oh, would yeah. do great. He loves to talk. So. Well, yeah, totally. He used to be, he called himself Wolfman Rick at all of our uh, little dance parties that we have when we were kids. We used to go down to the community center, rent the community center out, and he'd have all my friends, and we'd come over and we'd have a dance party. You know, we were 8, 12, listening yeah. to Backstreet Boys and MC. <laughs> But he would call himself Wolfman Rick, and he'd get on there and he'd play songs and talk on the bike. And he, he, he loves doing it. He always he gives me a hard time when I'm on the radio. Like, Man, talk about me. Tell him I'm not talking. Mention my name. Mention my name. Well, hey, here, today's the day. Yep. Today's the day. So, he has arrived. Yes. Well, he, I remember him being a really, really, you know, big deal around here, a big supporter, whether it was church stuff. He was an athletic supporter. Well, God. See, this, it's the back of his shirt. Right? That, that's, our, that's our. I guess that's our, our official what slogan. Yeah, I guess so. so right. But now Ricky, Ricky was was a, a. Well, I'll be honest, man. He he's one of those guys that kind of what we do. You know, I I saw it first in, in guys like that. Yeah. You know, okay. um, just those guys that that are just just around to because because we you know love the kids here in town, love the town, and love whatever we're doing. The first segment we were talking, we were excited about you know cheer competition. Yeah. And cheer competition. I mean, my child, my youngest child was a cheerleader. Nothing I ever thought about, but the idea of when my kid was doing it, it mattered. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Hooks kids are doing it, we, oh, we yeah. were excited about you know cheer competition yep. because Hooks kids are doing it. And they play, they do it what tonight at seven? It was yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Okay. Yeah. So they finished ninth yeah. out of uh, forty nine teams. Forty nine awesome. for their second year only. That's awesome. So we figure there's a timetable in four years they'll be state champions. That, that, that's our. If yeah. we continue to grow two <laughs> two spots every year, get go up two that's spots. Awesome. We were talking about that. One of the biggest things everybody was jacked about was they beat Redwater. Yeah. So yeah. like if we finished 48, but Redwater got 49, we're it, perfectly fine. Done with it. It. it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. So so let me ask you this: huh? when you were in school, who's who was the rival? Pleasant Grove was our rival. Y'all were still we playing PG. Okay. We were still playing PG. Um, and it was always crazy because every time in football when we would play PG for the week, I don't know why, I don't know if it was what it was, but we'd be on the old practice field practicing, and we would always see hawks flying around. There was always a hawk that would fly around the baseball field or the football field. Every other week, 
you never saw it. But for some reason, every time we played, Pleasant Grove, there was always a hawk, and we'd always spot it flying over our practice field while we were practicing. But we used to go out and we burned an HHS in their field one time in the middle of their football field. They would drive through town with all their Pleasant Grove flags hanging in the back of their cars. And Mercedes and their yeah, Bentley stuff like that. And <laughs> convertibles and all that. And with their long hair flying out. I'm going to call my dad, <laughs> exactly. slash lawyer. And we used to do the same thing. We'd go in and we'd drive around uh, Pleasant Grove with hooked flags or just hooked jerseys hanging out of our pickups, you know, stuff like that. And it was always the city boy versus the, the yeah. country boys. Yeah. Coach Coach Steele in junior high called him the town. Well, he called, we played Texas Middle School one time, and we played PG. It was town boys. The town mm-hmm. boys. Yeah. If we, if we, didn't matter, I guess, who we were playing Texas Can. It was the town boys yep. with Coach Steele back oh, in the yeah. day. So. That's cool, man. That's yeah, cool. so y'all, y'all's group was probably the last ones that played. Pleasant yeah, because I want to say really. after after we graduated, uh, I want to say we had a year or two where they didn't even play Pleasant Grove. Yeah, and then it kind of just it kind of faded well, out. They grew. Yeah, but um, they went up a went up a um, class and then you know just kind of just yeah. fell apart. Well, and we don't know. We we hear different pr- predictions. You know all kinds of stuff, but there there are some people around here around here. I say the area, not just hooks, that think that that we could see enough growth uh, in five or six years that we could be looking at big three A or who knows beyond that. Oh yeah. Um, um, as far as kids moving in, so I love the idea of that. I love I love to play them every year. Oh yeah. So just because that's you know yep. the early mid nineties, we didn't know they could fly. So <laughs> yeah, and so there's. There's, and you've probably seen, you know, talk about Redwater being our rival now, and um, and we always beat Redwater. Yeah. Y'all, I'm sure, y'all, I know y'all did. They it were our homecoming every year. We had yeah, them. it was. <laughs> um, you know, they were they were two A basically when we were in school. We really yeah. didn't play them a whole lot uh, until late until yeah. we got to high school. So, yeah. You know, junior high and stuff. We really didn't play them. But anyway, so there's kind of this all the uh, all the. Adults like us, yeah. they're like, Redwater's not our rival, but it, it's yeah. kind of changed. Yeah. I mean, they're not in our mind, and, and we still pretty much beat them, but our kids get up for Redwater, and Redwater's oh, yeah. kids get up for us, and yeah. and, um, and well, I, the, I think the, a rivalry can still be there, even though it's one-sided, oh, right? Yeah. It's just all about how the kids act when they set week. If you're getting pumped up to play a team, no matter if you know you're going to beat them or you know it's going to be a close game, when you got a team that you just enjoy playing and y'all enjoy the, the mess talking back and forth, I mean, that's what a rivalry is about. Well, the atmosphere at the Redwater football game this year was more electric, I think, than like against Harmony, against Cooper, uh, maybe maybe Winsboro, you know, before we got, you know, rained out, whatever. But it was more electric mm-hmm. uh, because there had been a lot of back and forth. There, and, I, and there had been a lot of back and forth, but I also think it was probably just circumstance because we had had, we had, I think we had had the week off before them. Mm-hmm. And so they're amped up, Ooh, ready yeah. to play. And then it's also the start. It was the, no, it wasn't the start of the district. district. It was the start of the Bowie County teams. Yeah. It was the last three four games where – Everything gets decided. Oh now. yeah, you know, so games are no more important yeah. now than what they would have been. Yeah. yeah, so that that all that thing, all that. Yeah. Well, and it'll be. Hey, even though it's, I think it's supposed to clear off at some point today, but it'll be full. It'll be electric tonight. Yeah. Um, so if you ain't got Arkansas High game to go 
attend the, the Hornets are playing in Redwater. Uh-oh. I mean, yeah. you're already dressed and everything. Man. I know. Just, 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 just come on. <laughs> so you also played football. So you played baseball in college, mm-hmm. and you kicked in college. Correct. So was that at two different schools, or was yes. that the same school? So or? initially I was going to uh, to southeastern Oklahoma State. Okay. I was going to go play baseball and football there. I had dual scholarships to play both sports. Um, I played my freshman year there at Southeastern, left after the semester, came back home, and then crazy how it ended up playing out is I ended up playing for the Gunslingers before I ever went and played college baseball. So I kept all my checks that I made from the Gunslingers. I played the full season with them. Well, after the season was over with, I still hadn't cashed anything, so I still had eligibility to play junior college ball. I didn't get anything that happened out of the Gunslingers. I had a couple guys that looked at me and stuff like that, but I was like, you know what, I want to go play JUCO and really get a chance to have some actual major league teams look at me. And uh, so I never cashed them, so I kept my eligibility for JUCO. Ended up going and playing college baseball at Richland Junior College in Dallas. And so played there for a year. Um, Ended up getting hurt, kind of messed my shoulder up a little bit. And after that, I ended up decided to join the military and did six years in the military. But while I was in the military... Thank you for that. Thank you. While I was in the military, I actually played professional football in Hawaii. Hawaii has their own professional football league where each island has their own team. Oh, wow. And so while serving in the military, I was able to make more money playing professional football and traveling all over the islands to play games. Now, I'll tell you, the difference that on sucks, that. That I bet, didn't Oh, it, it was because there's some Owens and Hawaiians are some big dudes. Yeah. <laughs> there's some really big dudes. But I actually kicked a 62-yard field goal in Aloha Stadium. That wow. was the stadium that we played at. So, not a lot of guys can say they played where the All-Star game or the, you know, the uh, Pro Bowl, yeah. Pro Bowl is yeah. or was and where University of Hawaii played. But yeah. I actually went out there and kicked a 62-yard field goal. I hold the longest field goal at uh, Aloha Stadium. How about that? So, uh Pretty cool having that, uh, but you know, kind of got to do it all. So a little bit of everything. You got a lot of experience in, in a short time. Very. That, that, that's that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And then suffering out in Hawaii. And then he came yeah. back from the military and played some uh, competitive softball around. The, yeah. The, the the competitive softball circuit. <laughs> yeah, man, that was a lot of fun. I, I actually I do miss softball now. I'm, so I'm actually disabled from the military. Uh, I'm 100 percent disabled. So back's not the way it used to be and you know i enjoyed playing the softball while i could and then I'll it might have been hawaiian football <laughs> yeah and now it's just i go play a tournament or so and it's like i'm hurt the next three or four days i'm like do i really want to keep doing that so, i love it he's got these stories he tells talks about softball but all i've ever seen are pictures of him in the dugout i don't know <laughs> I, I've, I've i mean i, I don't know you uh, see him at first base every now and then yeah. see, it's, it's like these it's like these home run stories from little league yeah i, I, I I don't even know if you could substantiate any of this stuff, but now that was my funnest part of playing soft, slow pitch softball was just going up and trying to knock the pool out of the yeah. ball. I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I can hit a softball about 400, 450 Ooh. feet. So, um, I actually did that when I played all military uh, softball in the, while I was in the military. I played for all Air Force and I played for all Armed Forces, wow. and uh, we actually played in. Uh, was Globe Life Field before they the, the original field. Yeah. Played out there and I actually hit a softball on top of the big green field in center field. So <laughs> Wow. Did you ever accidentally hit one for an out? 
Oh, plenty of times. Okay. They used to always give me a hard time about it when we played because we'd have no home runs left, and I'd try to poke one out and take off and hit a bomb. And especially ending innings or inning innings home runs. Yeah. I did a few of those. I think I started the Watermelon Festival one time, leadoff batter. They had just batted. We came in, and I just tried to poke one and hit it out, and but we're back in the field because over innings over. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, uh, tell me about. Um, I got to see an action this last this last early spring. Tell me about the alumni game. Is that something I'd love? I hope we do I wish it. They do it every year. I, I think I think I, I think Tony, Tony would. and Tony yeah. that man, I think that Tony was a blast. It, well, I think when he saw how many people showed up yeah. from the community just just to be oh, out yeah. there be a part of that. Uh, but man, we had a great time talking to you guys. That was really oh, yeah. one of the first times we did a lot of the interview type stuff, yeah. and, and we saw it went really well. Yeah. Um, but it was so much fun to see. To see, of course, and I'm saying this from somebody who did not get out there and do anything, but to see uh, uh, how active everybody was at first, and then after the third or fourth inning, <laughs> yeah. see, yeah, I mean, yeah, waiting for the there uh, were no, oxygen to be. There were no the stretchers, but <laughs> tell me about that. Man, that was a blast. Yeah. Uh, getting out there with some of the old guys. You know, we had quite a bit of guys that I played ball with yeah. that were there, um, and seeing some of the younger cats, and it was like, man. I know y'all can run circles around us and everything, but, man, it, we got out there and had a blast. Richie yeah. Stevens was our coach. He coached us the whole time we were little, you know, and uh, getting to go out there and do that, just experience and getting to be back on our old stomping you ground. You bet. And to see the new turf and yeah. everything else. Man, it was it was amazing. I would so love to do it every I think year. you guys played on it maybe before anybody else did as far as a real I think so. a, a I game. I think they had a scrimmage deal and then yeah. Yeah. our game came on, but – you know, just I mean, that was a perfect thing. Tony did a great job at yep. doing that, knowing that he got the new turf field and kind of welcoming everybody to, hey, this is the new part of the field. You bet. You know, I mean, a great job and a great turnout that yeah. they have. So, yeah. I hope we do it again. And it was perfect weather. That's the that's the that's the trick yeah. with, with yeah. that thing. You got to figure out. Yeah. When you got to do it early because you yeah. can't wait. Yeah. You know, and well, think about it. How many games in March do you do you estimate in your high school career? Did we not have at hooks? Oh, a lot. A not only did we not have any games that got rained out in hooks, we had like what six, seven other schools that played games played. on our field. Oh, yeah. so. I mean, for the administration there, that is that was one of the best decisions they've made mm-hmm. in a while on getting a baseball and softball hook. Well, that school board, Keith Minner, yeah. big deal on that. Coach Burwell. Uh, <laughs> Coach Burwell. I mean, they they've been working, saving money in, in case the bond didn't pass. Yeah. And when the bond passed, and the gym was part of that. There was all this money freed up, oh, you yeah. know, um, and it was, I mean, it, a huge instant uh, attraction, you know, oh, as yeah. far as kids, you know, in, in, in the school. What, is there any other baseball fields around this area that are turf right now? Um, I know Pleasant Grove's getting doing there. Atlanta's getting it, but yeah. nobody right here has turf. So, um, I mean, you think about it, all those teams that are wanting to try to get something in early with mm-hmm. it being the way it is. Hey, Looks go out to Hooks and let's talk Tony and see if we can't yeah. get the field used. Yeah. And, the, and that. And that that's a that that happened a lot, and the and the a big thing with the turf field is not only do you get to play those games early on, the JV gets to play those games. Exactly. So a lot of times those JV guys they don't get those games, no, yeah. and then they don't get them made well, up. Yeah, that stuff didn't get made up. Yeah. It didn't get made up, yeah. and, and you lost a half of a season. Oh yeah. And, and and I think me and David talked about this. I was. I kind of compared schedules last year. We were looking, and at one point, like we hit our varsity 
like early on in the season, we were like had played like twenty games, and then I looked at like Decap and they played nine. Yeah, at the, I mean, about about the same time frame. It's a benefit all the way around. Well, and, and their field has the very has the same problems our field used to have. It's yeah. just at a low spot. And, yeah. And yeah, yeah. And a good thing is, I mean, even for Tony. He gets to go out there and just get on that little gator and vacuum, and vacuum it up. He's good to go. I yeah. mean, that's all the vacuum field leaves. you got. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we play on a, in Legion Ball. We play on a lot of turf fields, yeah. and I mean, everybody has talked about this is the way to go. Maintenance is easy. You don't have to worry about. I mean, really, the only way you're going to cancel a game is if it's hot. Yeah. Yeah. You get out there and play in the rain, not have any problem. Now, great. When you, you, do have to wear, second, you, you do have to wear. Cleats feet, but, yeah. You do have to wear cleats on there. You do have to wear cleats on it too. That's a, but it's also an advantage too. <laughs> For hooks, yeah, because the ball acts differently on a baseball field than turf, opposed to well, it being dirt. And, and I'm gonna say nowadays, anytime you go to the playoffs in baseball or softball, you're playing you know, on turf. Oh, yeah. yeah, because they're yeah. they don't want to take that chance of they're oh, getting yeah. rained out. So you got these teams that come in to play you that never played on turf, but you're used to the bounce it's going to take. You're used to how you got to slide. You're used to how you got to run on it. And then you go to the state turf, or you go into the playoffs and you're on turf. Those other teams that hadn't played in the turf, you've been doing it all year. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a win-win. Well, that's that's the 87 Hooks baseball team lost the state title mm-hmm. because at Dishfall, yep. uh, turf, they hadn't, hadn't played, played on, on turf. I mean, I, I, I was 10 years old and can remember being there watching yep. that and watching baseball bounce like a little rubber rubber yep. ball. It's crazy. So, and it was a it was a full Astro turf then. Yeah. I mean, we're not even talking that's about the, the really stuff now. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> man, it was ridiculous. Yep. Uh, yeah, we saw firsthand an issue where team came in to play softball last year that – Hadn't been playing on turf and and they didn't uh, bring cleats. Didn't bring the right shoes and and we're all uh, they were upset. It was just yeah. a, and and you know we were the, the girl our girls were on that day too. So that that uh, uh, it, it was an interesting day at the, at the softball field. Oh yeah. So but so, yeah. So tell us about the Legion team that you coach uh, and and maybe there might be somebody out there listening that might be interested in, in yeah. being a part of you know being a player. or – or yeah. maybe a coach. How, how or they can something. get a hold of you, how they can get yeah. you. So, um, American Legion Ball, we have a 17U team and we have a 19U team. Uh, we are in Arkansas, our home field, Arkansas High's baseball field. Uh, but they get a chance to play for a state championship. You win a state tournament, you get to go to a regionals. And if you win a regionals, then you get to go to a World Series that's actually on ESPN. Uh, they oh. cover it. It's in a big stadium in North Carolina. Um, I think the Regional tournament's going to be in Alabama this year. But, I mean, it's just a great great organization to be a part of. It's inexpensive to play for it, so it's not something that's going to break the bank. Uh, we normally charge about $600 per player. Mm-hmm. We provide the hotels. We provide food on way games, stuff like that. It's, trying to, it's more of trying to get guys that can afford to play and not have to go break a pocketbook to go get in a bunch of things. Yeah. But we do play in a lot of college fields. We play at um, – a lot of the coaches that actually coach on the Legion program in Arkansas are all, all college coaches as well. Um, so a lot of exposure that happens there. Um, actually, a Hooks player that, that plays for y'all, um, Tyler Price, he, uh, he is actually signed to go with, uh, I believe it's, starts with a W. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, he, yeah I saw him getting he, he committed to them. He, yeah, he yeah. committed to them. He pitched for us last yeah. year. Uh, good left-handed pitcher. Yeah. He enjoyed it. Um, we had, I think, we ended up with about 18 offers last year that we had for the whole team. Uh, the year before that, we had about 22 offers. So I mean, a lot of exposure these guys are getting because they're actually getting to play against not just high school guys, they're getting to play against guys that are maybe in their freshman year of mm-hmm. college that are already playing for a big college. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, our average average pitching speed that we're going to see throughout the years, 84 to 95. So, I mean, you're going to get a lot of these guys that really can throw it, the guys that can really hit the ball. Uh, but a good little program. Uh, we're going to try to get a tryout probably coming out here in about February time frame. We hosted one last year at Hooks. Uh, since they had the turf field, it's easy to get it. I think we had about 45 guys show up on it. But we can carry 18 guys on our roster. Um, we can, with the, us being in Arkansas, they can still be in Texas. We do have a deal with the state to where we can get Texas guys and Arkansas guys because we're on the state line. Yeah, um, but man, it's just a, it's an all-around great program. We know we play about eight tournaments a year before we go into the state tournament. We'll have weekday games, one weekday game a week, and then we'll have pretty much tournaments every weekend. So uh, it normally starts right after Arkansas season is over with. So normally last weekend in May, we get kicked off and then uh, end it right around the end of July. So good deal. They yeah. can reach reach out to me on Facebook. Um, is there an American Legion uh, So they can go Facebook to – I actually have a Facebook page that is uh, – called Texarkana Razorbacks, R-A-Z-O, I think it's, they spell it weird, instead of backs, it's B-A-X-K, okay. um, but they can find me on there, it's got a picture of uh, our American Legion team that won the World Series in 2016, so uh, they can find me on there, they can send me a message for it, okay. I post up on my Facebook along with that Facebook for any kind of tryouts, okay. anything like that sort, so. And we see that, we'll, we'll share it on yep. ours, you know. That'll work. Uh, or anything you ever want us to, man, send it to us. For sure. If, if for some reason we don't catch it, send it to us. And we'll, I mean, we we'll, don't have many people that look at our page, but, you know, yeah. we'll share it anyway, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's a good little deal. I mean, a lot of guys have enjoyed it throughout the years. Um, and I'm possibly going to be stepping down as the head coach for uh, the senior team and doing more of the director over okay. both of them. I think, um, I think Brandon Wells from uh, – he was at Ashdown, Arkansas mm-hmm. High. He coached my junior team for 10 years and then took a break of it because his daughter was getting – she was 14, 15 years old. He wanted to start kind of yep. watching her. So he stepped down, but I think I think he's going to come back and run the, the senior team. Um, and then we've got a couple guys that are going to run our junior team, and I'm going to kind of oversee everything because I want to kind of be able to go watch my kids play. I bet. So, uh, yeah. you know, I've got a nine-year-old that plays ball during the summer. I want to catch him. My, my youngest son, he uh, – he plays t-ball. Now, Grant, he's a goof troop on the field. He likes to spin around and walk wherever he can. That's what and, they're supposed to do. Oh, yeah. He right? enjoys it. So, I like to catch his game and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But but I'll still be overseeing and running the whole program. So, mm-hmm. And we know you, you know your, your wife coaches Arkansas yeah. High. And that, that's awesome. But you can bring those kids to hooks once you know that, okay? Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that, that's just a, you know. I ain't trying to start no fight with her. Right? So, I'm just saying. Yeah. If she's getting ready to kick off. Softball for Arkansas oh, yeah. High. They start Monday. Long. Yeah. So uh, she actually had her girls out running this last week. She had to meet at Spring Lake Park and go run two miles with her. So they're getting there, and she's going to have a she's got a pretty good team this year. So good deal. Looking good. forward to watching them. Good deal. It is, it is difficult. I went to watch I went to watch Ty play yeah. last year a few times, and I could tell. I mean, if you're you're calling the game, yeah, it's got to be difficult to, oh, yeah. to or impossible pretty much yeah. to to keep up with with what's going on over yeah. there. So, so I kind of. But normally I have a parent or so that will be texting me throughout the game. If I'm calling the baseball game, yeah. text me and let me know how they're doing on the softball field. And then vice versa when I'm calling her games, somebody from the baseball team. So, the, or, so do their games kind of coincide like in – So they play at the same place every time. Yeah. So uh, when they get into conference, which is what they do over in Arkansas side instead of district, it's conference. 
when they get into conference, they'll have their home games, both baseball and softball, be at the same location. Yeah. Then when they go away, they're both there at the same time for away. So wherever the baseball team is, the softball team is in conference. So cool. at least their fields are close together too. Yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of when I'm calling the baseball game, I've got a good view of her scoreboard. See kind of where they're at, and vice versa. I can see the scoreboard on the baseball field. So. That's good, man. That's good. What else, Chris? I mean, we, we've uh, we've talked his ear off. Yeah, we have. <laughs> um, I guess one thing we, we we try to ask people is what is what is hook. You know, you're from Hooks. What does Hooks mean to you? What is so HFND Hornet Fight Never Dies? Mm-hmm. Tell us what, what that means to you. Man, that's just uh, – it's almost like it's a religion now, you know, part of it. You know, once you – I went, to, I got to Hooks my second grade year and been there ever since, graduated from there. And I, I love everything that Hooks offers. I love the school. I love the atmosphere, the fans here. Uh, man, that's just something I'm never – it don't matter if I'm out at Arkansas High calling a game, I'm still keeping up with Hooks. And, you know, it's just – this is my home. You know, even though I live in Texarkana and call for the Arkansas High Razorbacks, Hooks is my home. So, yep. any chance I get to support them, I'm gonna, I'll be there to do it. So, well, we appreciate you. We appreciate you know just what you did as a student athlete here. We appreciate the idea that you know that, that you take the things that hopefully hopefully the things you learned that were good things you know yeah. and, and have gone on and helped you throughout life. For sure. Um, and look forward to your kids enrolling. I mean, we're excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> I make think sure maybe able to do something. We gotta like make that. sure we're joking about that. I don't wanna, you know, we we we've, we've caught some heat in the last few weeks on some of these shows. I don't want to catch you more heat. So, so uh, but uh, bring the heat. Really do appreciate you and appreciate your service too. Thank you, um, man. And just like I said, I, going back to me, my my kid, who my kid, you know, from the time I saw him at like three four years old, I was like, okay, that's an offensive lineman. Yeah. But he played baseball because you know you you, you play. I think you, you try everything out. Oh, you know. Yeah. But I could tell early on he was an offensive lineman. Um, but uh, he still, uh, as recently as, I don't know, I want to say it was three or four years, well, two or three years ago, we were in Texarkana, and I saw Travis and Whitney, uh, maybe it's Molly's or something, yeah. and he said, hey, isn't that one of those guys that came, you know, they came that day, and, yeah. and, and, and I mean. He was eight. Then, he was right? eight, but, yeah. I mean, he, he was never really, really into baseball. Yeah. He wanted to beat Chris's team because I wanted to beat Chris's team <laughs> until we got on Chris's team. And then it was like, hey, it's the best thing ever. Uh-huh. But, uh, uh, well, him and Chris got a good relationship. He just wanted to beat Chris. That's, that's a normal thing. Oh, yeah. But um, not being a real big baseball person, he remembers that yeah. day. Uh, so oh, I'll yeah. tell you that right there. Somebody who's 21 years old now, yeah. uh, working for Southern Arkansas University, Calling sports, working on sports stuff, yep. remembers the day you guys came. Oh, yeah. So that that so that always matters. Yeah, it always matters. So. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll let Mr. Riddle uh, go about his business. We'll let him get out in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go out in the rain, and uh, uh, we'll let him get to what he's got to do, and we'll we'll take a break, and we'll be right back. Great time with Ricky Riddle. Oh, Matt. not Ricky Riddle. Yeah, Matt Riddle. Well, it's 
he almost forget one I mean, in the same yes, right yes. one in the same well and, and we'll have to have ricky on because that'll be a that'll be a, a great conversation too yeah so um we mentioned in the in the pregame. We kind of got into basketball some. We talked more about basketball. Yeah. So tonight the the Hornets travel to Redwater um, to play the Redwater Dragons district. Do uh, we know game. if it's going to be covered, streamed, or anything like that? I don't think it is. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I don't think it is. But um, I know there'll be a JV game. I'm not sure if it's the girls or the boys. Yeah. Um, That'll tip, those typically start at four thirty, and then the girls will be after that around six ish, six fifteen. And say, then I'd say get there early. I mean, that's just yeah. It's there's not a lot of seating. Yep, not yeah. a lot of seating. Um, but uh, Redwater's basketball team they they've been uh, their boys team's been doing pretty good. Uh, so maybe they'll give us a game. So let's talk a little bit about a couple of tournaments we've been in because we we've not had a show since. Yeah. You know, since then. So, I guess the White Oak Tournament, we won that one. And then we had the, went down to Tenahaw. Well, Idabel, right? The girls played in Idabel. I thought the boys did. Or, no, no, no. We, no, we played the Gunslinger Tournament. Oh, yeah, Idabel the Gunslinger. Was in it. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about the Gunslinger. So, yeah, we won. Kind the, of dominated that one. We, we won the, the Gunslinger Tournament. We won the White Oak Tournament. And then we got second in the, the Tenahaw yeah. Holiday Tournament. The Ten Hall tournament, man, getting seconds you know, is, is a good thing. Boogie was out, Ransom was out in the finals. Uh, I think we, I think, I think, I think that's a that's a six seven point win easily with those guys in there. Uh, and it was a buzzer beater, you know, for them to win. Throw up shot. And I'm not saying I mean Chapel Hill's legit. <laughs> yeah. you know, they're oh right. yeah, they're really really we're good. Five and we're six now. Yeah, they're five. They yeah. were they were below us. I think they were like seven and jumped yeah. to five. But um, it was a heck of a game. I wasn't there, but but uh, you you were watching it online, and, and we're probably going to have to play them in the third round. Yeah, we assume that's what's going to happen. So we'll be able to get revenge, hopefully, and uh, um, make it to the regionals yeah. again, maybe even state. So tonight, go watch the Hornets in Redwater. Um, Talk with with uh, Matt baseball and stuff and softball stuff. I know it's just January fifth, but what within three weeks? I mean, baseball will be yeah. Those baseball and softball will both be be you know working out, practicing, doing stuff. Yeah. So it'll be here quickly. Very quickly. And you know when you get baseball and softball start, you're flying, you're going, you're moving. What's and then next? Then you're back to football. Football. <laughs> It's crazy that it just ended and we're, we're, we're ready for it to be started uh, again. I'm pretty excited about basketball now. I was, I was, I was, uh, yeah, I was pretty disappointed with football stuff, but basketball was a lot of fun. You know, now that we've redeemed ourselves with the tortillas, yeah. things are kind of right in the world. Yeah. You know, so. all the feng shui is back. Yes. Is that what it yes. is? So. Of course, you know, I heard there's an asterisk next to that. That win because Miss Trout didn't throw any that night, so so people are saying it wasn't a real. It was like the Astros' first world title. It's yeah. not. It's not a real win. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to come back and do it again. We're gonna have to go buy tortillas for Miss Trout to have her throw. <laughs> make sure she throws every time, so it'll be. Tell able... Eddie, said, "What's the deal, man? Get her some tortillas." Yep. I understand. So, anything else before we wrap up? Uh, and we we, I'm not even sure if they'll be able to hear us today. We hope you can. Hope you can hear because it was good stuff with Matt. So yeah, we'll work on it. Um, I think that's about all, man. We'll uh, we'll wrap this thing up. We'll see y'all tonight at the basketball game in Redwater. 
Um, if you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter.